Hello, and welcome to the Herbal Mama podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Michon, a family and women's health herbalist and mom of three. This podcast is dedicated to empowering you with a natural approach to boosting your energy, balancing your hormones, and enhancing every aspect of your motherhood so that you can fully show up to your life as wife, mom, and friend in the ways that you have always dreamed. We cover it all here, from herbs to foods to lifestyle. So if that sounds like your cup of tea, then come on in, pull up a chair, and let's dive in. To caffeinate or not to caffeinate, that is the question that we are asking ourselves today. And you might be surprised to know um, that this is not a really cut and dried answer that I'm going to give you. I'm not going to tell you, yes, absolutely, totally fine, super good, or no, it's the worst, it'll kill you, stop it. Uh, I'm not going to fall on either side of that spectrum today, but I am going to give you a lot of things to keep in mind and a lot of things that are going to help you decide whether caffeine is something that's good for you or not good for you or maybe not good for this season or just give you a lot of information to help you make the decision for your own health. So we're going to be talking very specifically about the effects of caffeine on hormones since that's what I love to talk about the most and you'll be surprised to find that it actually has quite a bit of an effect on hormones and especially for women. So this is one of those things where, you know, our husbands can drink the coffee, drink the Coke, and the caffeine effects are not as impactful for him as they are for us. We're just much more sensitive as far as hormones go, much more tuned to our environments and what we're putting into our bodies, which can be great. But it can also be kind of sad if, you know, caffeine is something that you love. Uh, So we're just going to dive in here. So to start with, caffeinated beverages can be dysregulating. The caffeine itself can be dysregulating, which we'll talk about. But what I really want to point out right now is for getting started, a lot of times the things that are the most dysregulating in our caffeinated beverages is actually not the caffeine itself, but the additions to our drinks so when we're drinking something like a soda you know a dr pepper my favorite or something like that the worst part of that for our hormones for a lot of us is not actually the caffeine but it's actually the sugar it's the dyes it's the uh, chemicals that we can't pronounce that we don't know about because it's a proprietary formula And then you take the coffee that a lot of us love to get, stop it in Starbucks or your local coffee shop, pop it in one of those K-cups into your coffee maker, and you'll get a lot of sugar, a lot of dyes again, all kinds of ingredients that are much more impactful to the hormonal system than even the caffeine can be. So we really want to take into account what is going into our caffeinated beverages, what what kind are we drinking, and is anything there causing problems for us before we actually get down to the caffeine. So now I want to talk about why women, and especially moms, use caffeine, and let's kind of unpack this and really take a look to see are we covering something up are we using this in a healthy way or is maybe the way that we're using this causing the caffeine to be unhealthy for us so a lot of moms use caffeine because we just don't sleep well at night and it's not necessarily 
any health reason or anything that we can control. It's just we have kids. We're, you know, on call. We are sometimes, you know, trying to get a little time to ourselves or someone gets sick or, you know, it's just like one kid after another playing popcorn, waking us up. So this, this is a, this is, you know, a real thing for moms. And a lot of us use caffeine to try to help wake up in the morning, to stay focused, to get through our day without needing sometimes a nap, which also some of us aren't able to do very often just due to, you know, being still, still taking care of kids during the day. If, if not all of our kids nap, then that's not always something that's feasible. However, oftentimes it may be that the caffeine or the coffee or the soda or whatever it is that we're drinking to get that boost of energy is actually causing our energy to be depleted. And we need to make sure that we're not trying to mask our lack of energy with the caffeine and pushing ourselves beyond where we need to be functioning, beyond the level at which our bodies are, are capable of in this day and make sure that we're really focusing on those healthy sleep habits as much as possible or just realizing that, you know what, today I can't operate at the level that maybe I was planning on or maybe I could yesterday because I just didn't get as much sleep and really honor that as much as, as far as we can. I understand it, it's other people are depending on you. I totally, totally get that. However, we also need to be really realistic and we need to get better about having boundaries and setting boundaries around our health and telling people no or telling people not today or even to our kids. Our kids, you know, if it's like, you know, mommy can't do that right now, it's fine. It's not going to kill them. They can wait till tomorrow. Whatever, whatever that it looks like for you, make sure that you're not using the caffeine to mask your lack of quality sleep or your fatigue because that's really going to push your stress response system and create that cascade of hormones that are going to throw you know your sex hormones out of whack if you are a mama who is struggling with your hormones after having children maybe dealing with fatigue brain fog weight gain or painful irregular periods then i'm so glad you are here in addition to providing free education via podcasting and blogging, I also take a limited number of clients who are ready to dig deep and get to the root of their imbalances so that they can move from burnout to bliss. With one-on-one -on -one guidance, personalized herbal protocols, and delicious recipes, I help my clients boost their motivation and productivity, decode and manage cravings for that all-day energy, and finally achieve regular and pain-free cycles. If that sounds like something you need in your life, then I would love to offer you a complimentary session so we can find out if one of these client spots is right for you. Just send me an email at lindsay at lindsaymichon.com and put podcast in the subject line to schedule your complimentary session. A whole thing we're going to get into in future podcast episodes. I'm just really trying to hit the highlights here about caffeine specifically. So I'm going to try to rein it in and not go off on rabbit trails. So now we're going to specifically start talking about caffeine itself. What effects does caffeine itself actually have? Well, we know, it's been studied, we know that caffeine can increase stress hormones. And stress hormones being cortisol, among other ones, when that um, occur when we are stressed out, when something is worrying us. And the energy boost that caffeine gives us comes along with the side effects of actually increasing those stress hormones and as moms that's not something we really want to play with because most of us get plenty of those all by ourselves every day 
just trying to juggle all the different things that are on our plates. And so um, when this happens, it can cause certain building blocks for our sex hormones like progesterone and estrogen and testosterone to be diverted to making the stress hormones, which will obviously cause, you know, something of a problem in making those. And then I also want to share Dr. Aviva Ram, who has done some extensive, phenomenal work in this area. Super, super amazing. But she shares the results of a study that was done that shows how caffeine actually affects people of different ethnicities, and especially women, and especially women's hormones of estrogen. So they found that caffeine in white women can cause lowered estrogen and estrogen we talk a lot about estrogen dominance so that might sound like something that's good however estrogen is a really essential hormone for women estrogen is what i've heard some doctors and different health experts call it the juicy hormone it makes you feel happy it makes you feel alive it it's what gives you your libido it gives you your energy it it gives you kind of all of those fun uh, feelings and abilities that you have during the higher estrogen parts of your cycle, such as around ovulation. So this is not something that we really want to be lowered, and if you are struggling with estrogen dominance, there are much healthier ways to lower your estrogen. Caffeine is not one of them that needs to be in the picture at all. However, in black and Asian women, they found that it actually increases estrogen. So estrogen dominance. Um, we, we want our estrogen and our progesterone to be in the proper ratio to one another. And so making it too low or making it too high is going to throw your progesterone out of whack and just cause a cascade effect on all different systems. So this is something that's really important to take into account when we're consuming this. If you are already struggling with low estrogen, or high estrogen and depending on your own specific ethnic background and culture then these are things to really take into consideration this is part of what makes you unique um, part of what makes you your body and your your own needs and your own life choices unique from your neighbor or your best friend or sometimes even family members also we need to look at when we're drinking the caffeine when are when are we ingesting this caffeine if it is less than six hours before bed, it can disrupt our sleep, which seems to make sense, but it's so easy to forget to drink a cup of Dr. Pepper or a cup of coffee or something later in the afternoon and forget how close it really is to bedtime and just not think about that. So that's something to be really mindful of as well, especially when if we're, if we're drinking the coffee to try to stay awake because we're not sleeping well, we don't want to be drinking the coffee so late in the day that now we're not sleeping well and now we need it again tomorrow. So really keeping that in mind. Now, if, if through listening to this, you're thinking, you know what, caffeine, based on my hormones, my, my own unique situation, this is something that I need to wean off of. And I do, I do recommend if you are experiencing any hormone symptoms and you do drink caffeine every single day, I do recommend doing a trial period of a couple of weeks where you, you get off of it and you just see how your body responds. So this is something that you want to do. Go you. That's a great, um, you know, a great step to take for your health just for finding out more about your body too. However, do be aware that, that it can be troublesome for people who are used to having that your body becomes dependent on it in certain 
aspects and you can go through some mild withdrawal symptoms when you when you come off of it. So you might experience a lot of headaches, extra fatigue, you might be really irritable, um, things like this. So when you go into this, I want you to be really prepared to take the best steps that you can to make this an easier process for yourself. So we want to focus on things like staying hydrated. Staying hydrated is actually huge when you are making any kind of diet change at all. We just feel better when we're hydrated. Our bodies are better able to process some of the reactions to removing different things from our diet. So you want to stay really, really hydrated. You also want to keep up exercise. You might not feel like it. You might feel too tired, but Exercise itself boosts energy and it also makes it easier for our bodies to detoxify. So it's going to really help our bodies work through that reaction that we're dealing with as we're coming off of this. And then also up your magnesium intake. Magnesium is a relaxing mineral. It's going to be really helpful for the headaches. And it's also, if you've been drinking things with a lot of sugar in them, sugar requires magnesium to process through the body. Our bodies use up its store of magnesium when processing sugar. And so if you usually drink sugar-laden coffee, sugar-laden sodas during the day, then you want to be replenishing that during this time. It's also going to help with headaches. It's also going to help with sleep during this phase. And also, don't worry, it really only lasts a couple of days, two to four days, and then you're going to start noticing the results of weaning off the caffeine and the better balanced hormones. All right, well, that's it for our first episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that you will come back and you will keep up as we talk every week about more hormone balancing ideas for moms. Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Herbal Mama podcast. I hope that you found it helpful, and if you did, please share it with a friend. And before you go, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review to make sure that other mamas can find our podcast when they need it the most. You can connect with other listeners on Instagram at Wellness, and you can find anything mentioned in today's show in the show notes at my website, www.lindsaymichon.com. Have a blessed and beautiful day.